It's the football, 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 and sometimes other sports show. Here's your host, AJ Nicoletti. What up? FFFSOSS.com. At FFFSOSS. Turn on Twitter. What's up? How's everybody doing? Hopefully everybody had a very nice Memorial Day weekend. Uh, kickoff of summer, as we know. And uh, to echo my comments from last Thursday's show about, you know, it's a great holiday weekend, kickoff of summer, you know, a barbecue, all that kind of stuff. But remember what we're celebrating and what we're honoring and what we are uh, remembering. And uh, that's our vets that have made the ultimate sacrifice for us to watch sports and talk sports and go to the beach and have cookouts and stuff like that. So, um, once again, thank you to all the vets out there. Thank you for your uh, service. You know, pretty simple. So, hopefully you had a great weekend and enjoyed it, uh, but did not forget what we were honoring with uh, the holiday on Monday. So, uh, just that at the top of the show. Hopefully you had a nice Memorial Day weekend. But take uh, you took a moment of solace, hopefully. All right, so on this pod, we're going to do a Premier League Survival Sunday uh, recap into our weekend soccer recap and some NFL headlines. We'll do Stanley Cup playoff and NBA playoff update and a little golf at the end of the pod. So that is what's on the docket. Kick it off, Premier League Survival Sunday. Everton are staying up. They've survived back-to-back years now. They've come down to nearly the wire, and they stay up, which means Leeds and Leicester City are going down to the championship. They joined Southampton, who had already clinched last place a few match weeks ago now, uh, match days ago. So the big goal that will keep Everton up is Dracore's goal, which was a brilliant strike. Pickford made some big saves for Everton, so that's how they got the three points when they needed it because Leicester City won, uh, but with that Everton win, the nine-year Premier League cycle for Leicester City, which included that unbelievable 2016 title, ends. And Leeds, who had a nice three-year run in the Prem, that ends. And Southampton had 11 consecutive seasons in the Prem, and now they are going down to the championship as well. But the headline has to be Everton staying up, uh, the club with the second most consecutive years in the top flight of English football, if I'm not mistaken. That would have ended their run there. So Everton stay up, the big goal from Dracore. Again, Pickford had some very, very important saves because of that Leicester City win. It's only the second time that a team that had been previous Premier League title-winning you know, the title-winning team is being relegated. And Leicester City joined Blackburn Rovers, and that's the only two teams that have won a title and been relegated from the Prem to the championship. And Leeds had that outside shot. They needed a lot of things to go their way, um, and unfortunately they got drilled by Tottenham, so it didn't even matter. And Southampton had been, uh, their destiny had been sown certainly a few weeks ago when they clinched, but really... At the start of this, you know, calendar year where they just had not had any really good results. So Leicester City leads Southampton going down. Interesting stat here. First time since 2014, 2015, 
that the team at the bottom at Christmas, who is Wolves, avoided relegation. And also, it's the first ever season that both the team at the bottom at Christmas and the three newly promoted teams all avoided relegation. Pretty interesting. Uh, usually, when three teams come up, at least one, maybe two have gone down. In some situations, we've seen three come up and those three go down. Um, it's a wild thing that, you know, because Christmas is that kind of midway point of the season. Everybody kind of sees it at if you're on top of the table at Christmas, you should win the league, that all that, that kind of narrative. But it's also very similar at the bottom because a lot of teams that are at the bottom at Christmas go down and give Wolves a lot of credit. Uh, Lopetegui came in and did an unbelievable job to keep them up. Uh, so Everton, stay up. Leeds, Leicester City, Southampton going down from the Prem to the championship. All right, we get a second recap. Man U and Chelsea on Thursday. This was for Manchester United to clinch top four with a win. They got it. United won 4-1. Casemiro, a big goal. And Martial, Bruno had a penalty. Rashford scored United's fourth, and Jao Felix brought one back for Chelsea. And the Bruno goal, a celebration, kind of taunting of Kepa, and Aspilicueta had a problem with it, and then Enzo Fernandez had a problem with it. And I'm a Chelsea fan. I'm loving what I'm seeing from Enzo Fernandez. That guy's a dog, and in a good way. He is a guy that's a fighter, and he's going to battle for you. And I respect that, because that team has clearly packed it in a month and change ago, and he didn't have to do that. He didn't have to challenge that guy, but he went up to the whole United team and got shoved for it. So uh, that was Thursday. The relegation tilts on Sunday. Everton-Bournemouth. Everton went at 1-0. Jacory's goal, the big one. Bournemouth had chances. Pickford made some big saves, and Everton were fortunate to survive because it was 10 minutes of added time. Pickford had a... Uh, Little uh, altercation with Solanke uh, after they traded some blows there. <laughs> as, as much as you can call them blows. But Everton get the win. Leeds and Tottenham at Ellen Road. It's the last time the Premier League will be at Ellen Road for a little bit. Tottenham went a 4-1. Kane got the scoring started. Pedro Porro got another goal for Tottenham. Harrison brought one back for Leeds, but then Kane got his second for Tottenham's third. And then Lucas Mora. A very nice individual goal to end his Tottenham career and say goodbye to the Spurs fans and made it 4-1. Leicester City, West Ham. Leicester City went at 2-1, but with the Everton win, it was too little too late. Harvey Barnes got Leicester on the board and a guy who had a bunch of own goals for Leicester this season who might have caused them some big points. Feist got Leicester's second and ends up being the winner because Fornals brought one back for West Ham in the losing effort. Uh, Man U, Fulham, Man U went at 2-1. They went down one goal to nil from a willing corner. Tete had a very nice header at the near post. Mitrovic then missed a penalty to go up 2-0 for Fulham. Sancho gets a goal to level it. Bruno gets United second, which ends up being the winner. Southampton and Liverpool, last Premier League game at St. Mary's for at least a season. Jota and Firmino got Liverpool on the board early. Firmino is last game. That's his last goal. So 2-2 two and two for Bobby Firmino to end his Liverpool career. Ball forward falls to Ward-Prowse in the box. He gets on the board for Southampton. Then Suleimana had a great goal. Then he had another great goal. Well, the first one, Kelleher, I think, could have made a save. Second one, very nice goal. Uh, I don't think Kelleher could have made a save there. 
Then Henderson gives the ball away to Armstrong. He's on the pitch for the first uh, his first touch. He just walks it in, basically beats Kelleher, who played in front instead of Allison with no chance to get the goal in gloves. So 4-2, just like that. Liverpool had scored two to start. Southampton respond with four in a row. Then a ball across from Trent Alexander-Arnold to Cody Gakpo. Got Liverpool's third. And then uh, Liverpool pounced on the ball in midfield. Salah, really good ball to Jota, set him up to get the equalizer. So Jota, whose first goal was a gift. Firmino, really good ball from Trent Alexander-Arnold to Fabinho to break the lines. And then Fabinho found uh, Firmino. Great effort inside the area to get free and to uh, wiggle free for that shot. So those were the first two Liverpool goals, and then um, the last two I just described as well. So 4-4, that one finished up. Chelsea-Newcastle, 1-1. The end of this Chelsea season, a lot of fans wanted this season to end months ago, and they finally get it to end. Uh, Gordon, Anthony Gordon had the first goal and the only goal for Newcastle, but uh, Kieran Trippier turned in an own goal that was the lever. Pochettino is in for Chelsea officially with the uh, tweet from the Chelsea account. Brentford, Man City, the only team to do the double over the champions this season is Brentford. Brentford win at home, 1-0. A pinnock goal when the ball was knocked down to him. Ball across uh, to the back post, and Buemo knocked it down to him brilliantly in the area around the penalty spot. And they kept another clean sheet, and Brentford beat the champions 1-0. Arsenal, who bottled the season, as we know. Beat Wolves on the final day, 5-0. Xhaka, a brace in his really going away from the Emirates. As we know, he's probably going to the Bundesliga, if I'm not mistaken. Saka got a big goal. Jesus got Arsenal's fourth. And Kiewer got Arsenal's fifth. Villa and Brighton. Villa will be playing uh, European football next season with a 2-1 win over Brighton. Douglas Luiz, uh, very nice cutback from Ramsey. And then the second goal... Really good ball by Bailey to spring Ramsey, and Ramsey leaves it for Ole Watkins to give Villa a 2-0 lead. And then a set piece for Brighton. Originally, this goal was ruled offside, but they came back and checked it, and Undav was onside, and he got Brighton back in the contest, but never closer. So Villa get the two points at Villa Park. Unai Emery did a great job. I mean, Emery came in and did a great job. Lopetegui came in and did a great job. Um... There's a couple managers that came into the middle of their seasons and did some good jobs at these clubs. Uh, Deserby, of course, with Brighton after Potter went uh, left for Chelsea. So, uh, and finally, Crystal Palace and Forest. Crystal Palace uh, conceded at home first. Awoni, great ball from Morgan Gibbs White, sprung Awoni on the uh, break, but he still had a lot to do and and did it in the area. It was a brilliant, brilliant goal. If you haven't seen that one yet, I would recommend it. Then. Uh, Eze and Elise play a little catch on the far side, a little one-two, and then ball inside for Hughes. Very nice flick on header was the equalizer. So the point split there between Crystal Palace and Nottingham Forest at Selhurst Park. So we take a look at the final table for this Premier League season. City on top with 89 points. Arsenal finished second with 84 United, 75. Newcastle, 71. Rounding out the top four. Liverpool, a terrible season. Still end up in fifth in a Europa spot with 67 points. Brighton, Hove, and Albion into sixth with 62. Aston Villa jumps Tottenham on the final day there uh, to ensure that they finish seventh ahead of Tottenham with one point. 61 to 60. Tottenham in eighth. Brentford, top half finish, 59 points. Fulham, top half finish, 52 points. 
Crystal Palace in 11th. They finish one point ahead of their London rivals in Chelsea with 44 points in 12th. Wolves from 20th at Christmas to 13th on the final day. I mean, that's outstanding from Lopetegui. Uh, David Moyes did a good job with West Ham to get them out of the drop zone and get them to 40 points in 14th. Bournemouth, uh, I mean, they had a great season. And I understand it's 15th, but 39 points and to have a shot at, you know, to get to a 40th point if they drew Everton or have um, 42 points if they had beaten Everton, that's a really good season. Forest stay up after they were battling really the entirety of the season. 38 points was good enough for them. And Everton, 17th, 36 points out of 38 matches. That's good enough to keep them out of the drop zone with Leicester City in 18th at 34th. Leeds, 34 points, 34th points, 34 points. Leeds in 19th at 31, and Southampton only amassed 25 points from 38 matches. I mean, that's really, really bad. 25 losses. I mean, that's just 25 losses. Wow. That's tough. That's tough to see, 25 losses. So we will preview the FA Cup final on Thursday's pod, City and United. United going for a cup double that Liverpool accomplished last season, a Carabao Cup win and a FA Cup win. And City going for the second of their three looking for the treble. They'll have back-to-back Saturdays to try to accomplish that with an FA Cup at Wembley against their city rival in United. And then in Istanbul, Man City, Inter Milan for the Champions League final, June 10th. So uh, that is the Prem, Burnley, and Sheffield United we already knew were promoted and it was Luton Town beating Coventry City in penalties at Wembley. The absolute scenes. Luton Town is a big club, people. So Burnley, Sheffield United, and Luton Town coming up, as we know. Southampton, Leicester City, and Leeds going down to the championship. La Liga, second to last match day in Spain. Real beat Sevilla 2-1 with a Rodrigo brace. Atletico beat Real Sociedad 2-1. Griezmann on the score sheet there. Barca and Mallorca. Barca went at 3-0. Fati a brace. And Gavi got Barcelona's third. Serie A, second to last match day. Florentina beat Roma. Inter Milan beat Atalanta 3-2. Lukaku, Barella, and Latoro Martinez, the goal scorers for Inter. Bologna and Napoli draw to all. Osterman had a brace. Uh, Spalletti is going to walk away at the end of the season. He said he's taking a sabbatical. He's not coaching a team next season. He's been absolutely drained from this season. So that was uh, what he said. Lazio, Cremonese, Lazio won at 3-2. A Sergei Milenkovic-Savic brace for Lazio. And AC Milan beat Juventus in Turin 1-0. Olivier Giroud, the goal scorer. So those leagues and League Un were the second to last match day. Joining England with the last match day uh, in their league this weekend was the Bundesliga. And all Dortmund had to do was match Bayern Munich's result. If Munich won, they had to win. And they would be champions. If Munich lost, they could have drawn or won, whatever. They just had to match the result. Unfortunately, it's Bayern Munich who are champions on the final day. 11 in a row for them. Holy smokes. So Dortmund and Mainz draw 2-2. Mainz score first. Haller had a penalty save that could have leveled it very early on and kind of just reset everybody. Instead, they were still chasing the game. Mainz score again. So they're down 2-0. Guerrero gets a goal to bring them back into the match. 
Uh, Hilaire scored, but they ruled it offside, which was correct. And then Sule had a very nice goal that leveled the match in stoppage time, but they needed to win the match because in Cologne, Munich beat Cologne 2-1. Kingsley Komen goal. Cologne had a penalty equalizer, so at one point, it was tied in the in the league because Munich were going to get one point and Dortmund were going to get none. So it was coming down to goal difference. So Dortmund only had to do was tie at that point, right, to keep pace. However, they were losing, and then they got word in the 89th minute, Musiala, a brilliant player and a big moment for him in his young Bayern Munich career. He delivers the goal. That delivers Bayern Munich the title because that match finished. They check the iPads. They're looking at the phones. They're watching the end of the Dortmund game. The whistle goals in the Dortmund game 2-2. And that meant Bayern Munich are the champions in the Bundesliga once again. And it's an outstanding run for them. Give them so much credit. They win it on goal difference. <sighs> That's brutal. That is brutal, folks. Bayern 71 points, Dortmund 71 points. Plus 54 goal difference for Bayern Munich. Rebel Leipzig and Union Berlin round out the top four in the Bundesliga. So European football for Union Berlin. Congratulations to them. Freiburg in fifth, Leverkusen in sixth. Frankfurt, Wolfsburg, Mainz, Mönchengladbach finish seventh through ten there. Cologne in 11th, Hoffenheim in 12th. Wermer Bremen staying up in 13th. Bochum and Augsburg, the class two points in. They finished with 35, 34 points respectively because Stuttgart going down in 16 in the relegation playoff. They got to survive that against one of the teams coming up, if I'm not mistaken. And then Shackle and Hertha Berlin going down to relegation. So that is the German season. I mean, that's it's absolutely brutal. I mean, to to have the to go to the final day and it's up to you if you win it's your own destiny you control the circumstances you control the title if you win it doesn't matter what the other team does it doesn't matter what Bayern Munich would have done if you won so it's it's very unfortunate for Borussia Dortmund and you got to feel for those guys you got to feel for Jude Bellingham you got to feel for a Julian Brandt and a Marco Royce and um, it's unfortunate for them but on the other hand you just got to give Bayern Munich a ton of credit I mean this is a team that Dismissed their manager, what, in March? When did they fire Nagelsmann in March or April? And they still win the title with Teichel. So Teichel comes in, somehow rights the ship, even after getting bounced in uh, Champions League and having the issues there. But they still win the title. Ligue second last match day. Strasbourg, PSG, finishes 1-1. Messi, the goal, he's the all-time Top scorer in the five European major leagues, 496 goals. And with that goal, PSG clinches league. Un. So titles in the league for PSG, but no European trophy. All right, a little midweek soccer preview. It's a Europa League final. Sevilla and Roma, both with games at the weekend. Uh, to finish up their season. But for Roma and Jose Mourinho, he is a European final expert. He is a guy that gets the finals and wins them. But he's 
facing the team that has owned this competition and has made the competition theirs, Sevilla. They win Europa League. They get bounced in Champions League. They come down to Europa League. They win Europa League. You know, it's just, it kind of seems like it's that pattern. Now, this Rome side with Mourinho will have a little bit of experience from the conference final, uh, the Europa Conference Final League, whatever the hell they want to call it, that final winning it last year. So, yeah, it's not 100% the same team, but it is Mourinho. He can lean on some guys that have won with him before, you know, like a Matic, right? It's going to be a very interesting matchup. I think tactically it's going to come down to how much is Mourinho going to let Roma go after it in the sense of a, does he play both Dybala and the Tommy Abraham or does he just play one? You know, how offensive will Rome set up? Like I, this game could be nil nil after like 120 minutes and it could be going like it, that could be the, the situation that plays out in this Europa League final. Neither team scores a goal for 120 minutes. We go to Penn's final act in the trauma and it's just exhilarating. So listen, I don't, I don't really see a lot of goals being scored in this game. Um, Sevilla understand this competition more than any other team, but they're going up against a manager that has had so much European success. And if he gets Europa League, I mean, add that one to the mantle. That he already has one, obviously, but add it again. Add it again. All right, NFL headlines. The Cardinals are cutting DeAndre Hopkins. They cut him before June 1st, so they're going to eat the 22 mil in cap, which I don't un necessarily understand fully. I, it would have to get explained to me why they didn't wait or why they didn't find a trade partner or why they just cut him. I just I don't really get it. It doesn't make a ton of sense to me why a team would do that. You have a guy that you could get collateral for, and just because everyone kind of knows that he wants to get traded or or – yeah, you might not get everything you wanted, but guess what? Like, you can't let him just walk, can you? So here we are. They let him walk. And he's a free agent. Bills have interest. Uh, we know the Patriots have some interest. Cowboys are being rumored to have interest, but probably not. So... DeAndre Hopkins becomes one of the best free agents already on the market, just being cut a few days ago. So, going to be interesting to see how that plays out, what team has enough cap space, what team thinks they need to fill a hole with wide receiver. But, hey, they don't got to give up a lot of capital. That's for sure. Just got to have some cap space open. Stay with the Cardinals here. Buda Baker says he will be at camp, despite um, contract negotiations, despite not really loving the um, – the movement in Arizona, but we'll see. And honestly, uh, the Hopkins, like why they cut him, I could really see that having to do with the coach being like, hey, I, I don't really want this to be the first thing I deal with. That would kind of suck. So big news. It's I think it was Florio reporting it that Jimmy G like needed a waiver uh, to pass a physical. Otherwise, he was going to fail it and not be able to be moved. So I don't know. And then apparently NFL.com was like, Rapport had it first. And Floyd was like, I had it first. 
<laughs> so Thai had a first, first war. The best part about uh, Schefter, Rappaport, Florio, Glazer, Mortensen, all those guys. Trey Lance says he's 100%. He was 100% a couple of months ago, and he is ready to compete. And when Brock Purdy comes back, it's going to be really interesting to see what the Niners do at the quarterback position. McManus was not unemployed long after being cut from the Denver Broncos. The Jacksonville Jaguars signed him. And that's a good signing for them because they did have some issues with their kicking game last season. And the safety, longtime safety for the Baltimore Ravens, Tony Jefferson has hung him up. A guy that, uh, nice player. Nice player on the back end. So you wish him well in the rest of his career. All right, Stanley Cup playoff update, NBA playoff update. Let's get to him. First up, Stanley Cup playoffs in the East, Florida and Carolina. Panthers win game four with a last-second go-ahead goal. They sweep the Hurricanes. Pretty wild series, even though it went 4-0. Uh, the Panthers have advanced to the Stanley Cup. The truck's been amazing. And the goalie, Bravosky, has been sensational out west. Stars, Knights. Stars win game four in overtime. That sent the series back to Vegas for game five. The Dallas ends up winning to send the series back to Texas for game six. In that game six, Golden Knights score three in the first period. They go on to win easily and eliminate the Stars on Dallas's home ice in a shutout where you scored six goals. So that is a pretty bad performance, a shockingly bad performance, an elimination game on your home ice. To go out that way is not not the way you want to go out. So we got Florida and Vegas in the Stanley Cup final. Those games will be on TNT, which is very exciting, I'm sure, for TNT to have a uh, finally a championship series on their network, right? So, Florida and the Vegas Golden Knights. When does that series start? Stanley Cup final here. This is producing on the fly, folks, as we know. That gets underway Saturday, game one. And then they go Monday, game two. So, there you go. That's the first two games of that series, and they're going to be in Vegas for that. And then they'll go to Florida for game three and four Thursday, Saturday. How about the... NBA now. In the East, Miami-Boston. Celtics win game five in Boston. That forced the game six in Miami. That the Celtics win miraculously with a tip-in with point, what, two, one seconds left. White getting it up on the glass. Clearly in, clearly fine. Um, with the with the the buzzer there and, and clock light horn, as you know. So Derek White, the hero in game six, that forced the game seven back in Boston. And the Heat went on an early run, took command of that game, took over that game. And the Celtics shot very, very poorly. And you had, unfortunately, a, a tough incident where uh, Tatum rolls his ankle really almost the first it seemed like the first um, action. It was very, very early on in the game that Tatum rolls his ankle. So, um, unfortunately, that's what a lot of Celtics fans are going to look back at. Honestly, they did not shoot the ball well enough to win a game seven. Uh, it's just that's just the fact. Caleb Martin was sensational. Caleb Martin was sensational 
for the Miami Heat. And uh, that's a big win. So we got the NBA Finals getting underway because it'll be Miami-Denver, and that will be Thursday, then Sunday, Wednesday after the travel there from Denver to Miami, and then they'll go Friday, then they'll go back Monday, Thursday, Sunday, Father's Day if there is a Game 7. So that's the NBA Finals schedule ahead. We have Miami, we have Denver. Hopefully Miami can get some of their stars back. I'm not really sure about some of their injuries, if they can get back healthy in time for some of this NBA Finals against the Nuggets. But the Nuggets have been well-rested after knocking off the Lakers easily in four games, sweeping LeBron, as we know. But um, it's interesting to see the team that goes seven against the team that's been, you know, fresh. A lot of times a team that just went seven steal a win in game one. You know, you've seen that often in, in uh, both hockey and basketball. So Miami, Denver, NBA Finals. Florida, Vegas will not Stanley Cup Finals. So the Southern Florida teams, the Florida Panthers and the Miami Heat, both in their respective finals. And we will uh, go game by game with that. Florida Knights, Florida Panthers, Vegas Golden Knights in the Stanley Cup Final, and the Miami Heat take on the Denver Nuggets in the NBA Finals. All right, over to the golf world, PGA Tour. Quirillo wins the Charles Schwab at the Colonial in a playoff over Schenck. Listen, 72nd hole, you hit your drive. <laughs> and the water into an aqueduct, it looked like a bottle cap. You know, bottle cap races back in the day, you used to race them to the sewer with the bottle caps, throw them in the little water on the side of the street. It, that ball was just going and going and going, and they were just tracking it. That was so funny to see. Uh, but a big win for him in a playoff. And this week, we got the Memorial. Next week, we got the Canadian Open. And the following weekend is the U.S. Open. So, Memorial will be an elevated event. I believe the Canadian Open, is it not an elevated? It might be, uh, but not as elevated as a Memorial. But three big tournaments, including the third of four majors in this stretch. Memorial coming up this week. We'll talk about it on Thursday. Then the Canadian Open following week. And then the U.S. Open, which will be a huge, huge show and recap, as you know. I love the golf major. Everybody knows I love the golf major. So, All right. Um, again, hopefully you enjoyed your Memorial Day weekend and took some moments of solace and uh, uh, sat to honor the sacrifices of those that uh, have given us these freedoms. So uh, hopefully you had a nice weekend. And we got an NBA Finals set now. Stanley Cup Final coming up as well. Two leagues are done. England and Germany, the Premier League, and the Bundesliga are done. But we have Cup Finals in both those countries over the weekend, uh, at the weekend to preview. And it will be Serie A, Ligue and La Liga's last match day. So, plenty of soccer still. And we have the playoffs in hockey and basketball and golf to talk about. So, all that and more on Thursday's show. Until then, talk to you. Peace.
football, football, and football, and sometimes other sports show. That's the name of it? Guys, check out his podcast. That sounds like my kind of podcast. Football, 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 and sometimes other sports show. Sounds like me.